0: Well, good day, everybody. Pray you're having a wonderful day today. Pastor Tim Karskad near Christian Center Shreveport. We're sharing a prophetic dream this week we had about climbing the mountain of the Lord in the chaotic season and what that means for us today. And today we're going to talk about how it can make us an overcomer uh, so that we can receive the reward of being an overcomer in this hour. All right, let's listen in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are having a good day. I hope this sound of this podcast is encouraging you today. I've always tried to be one who does that. It's Wednesday. It's the 10th day of January 2024, and uh, we're right in the middle of a, a, a battle this week. We talked about the new month, the 11th month on the biblical calendar. I think it starts tonight So go back Monday if you didn't listen to podcasts about flipping the switch and moving into a new season. That's where we are. We need that light as we go forward in this hour. Uh, As as I shared yesterday, if you didn't listen, I was supposed to be in Israel this week, but due to some flight complications and the uh, FAA grounding the airplanes that I fly, uh, I'm here. And I'll go another day. I've been invited to go on another trip already. Just gotta find the right timing you know, of the Lord to to go and and be in the land. I'm just I want to be where the Lord wants me to be and the time He wants me to be. I think there's a point in the prophetic. Sometimes you just even if you don't get to do something like this, you made the commitment. Lord, hear my send me, and that's what I did. And uh, so I know my heart was willing. I was on a plane. I was ready to go, uh, but it just didn't work out. So. Now, let's get back to what I was sharing yesterday, this prophetic dream that I had. And today we're going to talk about what it means to be an overcomer uh, as we walk out this word of climbing the mountain of the Lord. How do we get there? What are some of the ways we can go and get that counsel and that might, those two spirits that combine together to bring about God's will in the earth? In the dream, it was chaotic. All chaos was breaking out around the world. I mean, it was wild. I kind of like what it is in the natural. and In the dream, I saw two people, apostolic leaders that I know personally, who have pure walks before the Lord, and they were climbing the mountain, and they'd gone through a process to get there. And because of that, they were gaining access to that counsel that we need for this hour. I then see many in the body of Christ trying, but they can't get there. They have Issues they don't have provision. There's many reasons, and I realize I am going to have to find the right path in my dream uh, to go this way. And I can't follow those who who don't have that provision, don't have that that desire to go all the way, and and follow in a sense those that who are imitating Christ, as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And in that, we have access. That's what the Lord's looking for. That's the year of engagement. That's the ministry of reconciliation, which God is trying to find a people that will image him and look like him as they go. And because if you go to the mountain of the Lord and have his image, you'll come back with his image and share that. It's not enough just to be a bride and a bridegroom and have this intimate relationship and all you love Jesus and he loves you, what a wonderful encounter. But if you're not an asset to the body, that's why in the Song of Songs, it talks about the bride goes to the bridegroom. Let me take me to where you you shepherd your pasture or your your sheep. Take me out there. I want to be a part of that. It wasn't enough for her to just be a lover of the, of, of the Lord, a lover of her bridegroom. She wanted to participate in what he's participating in. So I really struggle with people who want this intimate relationship, but they don't come out of it with an asset or something that they can impart or be a part of the body of Messiah. I think I think there's a there's a problem there. You're askewed. If that's your passion just to have encounters with Jesus and experience his love, but not help uh, shepherd his flock, that's what we're trying to do. And that's why I believe God in my dream Wants to take a people up this mountain, so that we can get the counsel on how to shepherd the flock in this day, and how to go through the chaotic season that we're in. So when we look at this end time mandate of a, of a people that that look this way, then we got to realize how did they get there, and how how does the Lord want us to get there? As I shared yesterday, one of the key things is to work on the issues of your heart the bitterness, the strongholds, the anger, the lust, whatever it is, the addictions, uh, whatever those things are, and asking God to help you in that process to get those things delivered out of your life so that there's no hindrances. And to me, in my dream, there was a certain groups in the body that had not done that, and they kept having to come back. They start up the mountain only only come back. You ever have false starts in your life where you go after something and can't finish it uh, we've all been there, right? We still struggle with that at times, and I don't want that for anybody. But when you look at these people who have overcome uh, and live in this this realm of the supernatural faith and miraculous, uh, there is something that they become God's choice soldiers, but they live in a realm of radical faith, and the people I, I'm seeing right now in the dream have some radical faith, those who are going up the mountain. But they've gone through this through extreme conditioning, through refinement of their life, pruning, uh, and which is very difficult uh, to understand sometimes because everybody's pruning is different because we all have our own issues. But if when you watch somebody who submits to that pruning and refinement, conditioning to go up the mountain of the Lord, then you say, well, I may not have the same issues they have, but the process is the same. And I can learn from them the process they went through to get there. Not that I do what they do to get what they got, but I, I watch how they allowed the Lord to work in their life and say, "God, you did it for them. You can do it for me. You can do it for everybody listening today." And it's for a good cause. Obviously, it's for the cause of the kingdom. And it's difficult to to to, to understand the the process because you know you, we have all these uh, scriptures that we quote about faith and abundant life. And, and we love that, but we don't always want to love the, the side of the refinement that comes with that. As I shared in my Monday live stream about John and the the, uh, 10th chapter of John, where he eats the book and it's bitter to his stomach, but sweet to his lips because the bitterness is the process And when you get a word from the Lord of what you're going to have to do, and John had been through enough to know there's a process that comes with the delivering that word. And that's why it was bitter. It was sweet because he saw the end result of the word, which was going to be to release the word of the Lord for the end time mandate. But the passion uh, that he needed, he had to cry out to God for because it was bitter in his belly. And I think that's what we're all struggling with a little bit right now but if we'll submit to the Lord and allow him to work on these issues of our heart, what's going to happen is we're going to come and we're going to emerge from this season of refinement and we're going to have his, his character and we'll have clear vision of an end time plan because of him, uh, allowing him to deal with the issues of our life. In other words, we're going to have the answers for our problems, but also the problems of others. And we're going to come with an end-time plan and say, look, here in this chaotic season, here's how we do it. And I promise you, in my dream, I knew the person that was going up. They were already in my dream, already halfway up the mountain of the Lord, almost three-quarters of the way. I knew what they had been through. I knew the physical battles, the spiritual battles, the emotional battles, the attacks from the enemy, the attacks from the body of Christ that they had been through. And so I am looking at that and going, well, I'm going through some of that, too. I might as well submit to it and say, Lord, let it produce a good work in me rather than produce bitterness in me. So it was bitter in the belly of John. So John had to get that out, and that's why the Lord said to him in that passage, you must prophesy again to nations and kings and tribes. And obviously that's the reason John didn't want the word, because he was tired of doing that. (laughs) Because every time you prophesy what he was prophesying, in time prophecies, uh, you can imagine the level of rejection that he was coming under from the body of Christ. Man, hey, John, don't you have something better? Don't you have a word for us to prosper? Don't you have a word for us that our problems are going away? You're prophesying doom, gloom, you know? You're you're not catching what we want right now, okay? So you can imagine why John didn't want to prophesy some of those things, but as we see through the Scripture, he was very faithful. And we must be as well. So when we get this Character of Christ, we get that clear vision, then we can come back and be one who shows the way of the Lord. And that would be called the bride of Christ. There's an anointing that will characterize their lives and their ministries in these days, is a people that will say what God is saying and will do what God is doing. That's going to be the key attributes of their personality and their walk with the Lord. There are many that don't want to do that. Look, I'm waiting for some better words (laughs) in the natural. Uh, In the spirit, I think they're good words. What we're having right now, it's a year of of engagement, it's a year of war, it's a year of fighting, but in the midst of it, I understand that God has a great plan, and and we're in that principle of the joy set before us, we endure. And as we endure, we overcome. That's what uh, 2 Timothy 2 tells us, that we will overcome. And I believe, and I hope you do, that this company of people, you know, we are calling ourselves one of a group I'm involved with, the Josiah Company. Because what did Josiah do? Josiah decided to go against the tide of everything that Jeroboam and all the followers of Jeroboam had done and say, no, enough's enough. We're going to tear down these high places and we're going to build a place for the Lord and we're going to bring a revival to the land. That's where we must be right now. And this company of people, I mean, we call them overcomers, the triumphant reserve. There's also the sorts of words that we add that we put to that. But uh, I, whatever it is, I want to be a part of it. I want you to be a part of it. And I've studied at length, I hope you have too, Revelations 2 3, the seven churches message. I talk about it quite often on these podcasts, on our ministry times, because it's a very important uh, pattern of what God says to the church. And as he always says to him who overcomes, a notable phrase, with with substantial spiritual benefits and blessings that come to an overcomer. Every age, whatever age you live in or have lived, uh, those who lived before us, there's a spirit of that age. We've been called, and if you to overcome that spirit, if you don't, the spirit of the age will rule you. Paul talks about that in Corinthians about those that didn't overcome the spirit of the age and therefore they weren't usable to the kingdom. And I want this group of people to be usable to the kingdom. And there are seven words of overcoming right in those passages, uh, of what it means to be an overcome overcomer. And, and, uh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to start this. I won't be able to finish it. We'll finish it tomorrow. But, in the first uh, church age, it talks about you'll have the right, if you overcome, you'll become uh, available to eat from the tree of life, the paradise of God. Let me go through all seven of them real quick. Uh, the next one was to not be hurt by the second death. The third one is to eat the hidden manna and receive a new name written on a white stone. And the fourth one, to rule the nations with the rod of iron and to receive the morning star. The fifth one, to be clothed with white garments, then he will not blot out your name out of the book of life, but the Lord will confess your name before the Father and before his angels. The sixth one, to become a pillar in the temple of God and in the name of New Jerusalem. And then the last one is to sit with the Lord on his throne as he overcame to sit with the Father. Now, when you listen to those seven things, it is a picture of a prophetic uh, progression of what it does to move in the body of Christ, to climb the mountain of the Lord. If you make it to the that place in the Lord, that you overcome the spirit of this age, the Laodicean age that we're in, you'll have the right, as it says, to sit with him. Wow, that's governance. And right now, in this chaotic moment we need, we're in, God wants his bride to be a partner in governing the earth not just to have supernatural revelation so we can have meetings and people listen to us, but to have revelation of what it means to govern in the kingdom and make decrees and ask heaven to come on earth because heaven's spoken to you as you've become one with him and become an overcomer and you have bought the gold, you have ISAB and you can walk in that so that you can become that victorious one. All right. Tomorrow we'll finish this up. I want to pray for you today. Uh, I've laid a lot of heavy revy on you. So receive this, Lord. I pray for everybody that listens today that they would be encouraged that we are called to be in this bridal mandate, one who climbs the mountain of the Lord, the one who goes and gets the counsel of heaven to overcome the spirit of this age, and that we can be, Lord, one with you, but also we can come and help your flock, your pasture, Lord, those that you're sowing into to go and become all that they've been called to become. Let us be that company today. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. All right, we'll be back here tomorrow. Finish this up. God bless. Thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast. We pray this is a blessing. Please share this with your friends. Let's grow this audience this year. That's kind of one of our goals, to share the good news, the prophetic of what God is saying. You are so faithful, and I so appreciate that. Don't forget our app, right? Christian Sinister Report. I tell it all the time, but you can give there. You can also find out what we're doing. Join us in our prayer reading as well. We have a whole plan there and you can keep up with us and what we're praying and what we're reading. This is the year of the word and we want you to walk in the word that's been written for you. God bless. Come back tomorrow. See you.